anyone who wants to make it to this level or make it as far as they can with anything, having a vision for your life and where you want to go, keeping your eye on the prize, as people say, but at the same time, focusing on who you're becoming throughout the process and the journey that you go through. Hi, I'm Melanie Barr. Welcome to the She Built It Experience with Melanie. You're here because you want to experience the life and business that you crave. Join me as I talk to women who have successfully built it, a career and business that they love. We dive into the topic of how they built it and talk about everything from having the courage to make career leaps to the details of how to lead effectively, create successful teams, implement strategies for growth, and infuse tech innovation. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. So let's dive in. Monique Billings balances a thriving WNBA and international pro basketball career while also being a sportscaster, social media influencer, global keynote speaker, and author. She values faith, family, friends, and living life to the fullest. Thank you for joining me, Monique. You are balancing a thriving WNBA and international pro basketball career. When you were growing up, did you know that you wanted to play basketball? And what qualities do you think are important for making it as far as you have in your career? Well, thank you so much. Um, I'm happy to be here. When I was a young girl, I started playing around five years old and I did not want to play basketball. It was not on my radar. I've always been super girly and feminine. And my dad had asked me, hey, do you want to play on this team with some of your friends? My initial thought was, no, I don't. But I wanted to make him happy. So I tried it out and ended up loving it. It worked out great. Here we are 21 years later. I'm still playing. Anyone who wants to make it to this level or make it as far as they can with anything, having a vision for your life and where you want to go, keeping your eye on the prize, as people say, but at the same time, focusing on who you're becoming throughout the process and the journey that you go through. And how do you think you stuck to your vision as you went from being a child who played and maintained your career? I don't think I had the vision when I was young. And so I tell young people to have that vision. I didn't dream big enough. I didn't think that it was possible for me to be able to have this platform and to make it to where I'm at today. I would go to Sparks games and I'd see Lisa Leslie and Candace Parker balling out. And I'm like, they're super women. They're amazing. I could never do something like that. And here I am playing against those greats, playing against Candace Parker. And it's just been a huge blessing. But I wish that I did have that vision when I was younger because sky is truly the limit if you just put the work in and stay focused and stay grounded. You mentioned that you've overcome many obstacles on your climb to the top and that you've seen others succumb to life's pressures. What is one of the biggest challenges that you've been through and how are you able to turn that around? One of the biggest challenges that I've been through and continue to go through was losing my father to ALS last year. I actually dedicated my book to him. It was very sudden. It was a seven-month process and he was gone. I'm so sorry. Thank you. But thankfully, I had time to be able to let go and say goodbye. It's definitely a struggle because my dad was my best friend. I'm in a foreign country. All the countries that I've played in, we would talk all the time. And we've had a very strong bond and connection. So it's been tough. And I'm still learning and figuring out how to cope and adjust with the loss. Something that I'm doing is allowing myself to feel and just giving myself the space to feel. The tears come, which they come often. It's okay. And when the laughs and giggles come too, that's okay too. But embracing all of it as much as I can and giving myself grace with that and 
understanding that I don't have to be perfect and relying on and leaning on my tribe around me has been crucial and essential for me. And that's such good advice because when we allow ourselves to feel, we move through the feelings easier than when we try to shove it down and push it away. And I'm sure you're honoring him every day in all that you're doing. Man, I am trying to, trying to make him proud. And yeah, allowing yourself to feel, it's allowing yourself to be at peace. And so that's something that I'm really working on embracing. In your book, Finding Balance, you talk about maintaining a busy, high-performing, and high-achieving life while keeping you as a star player. I love that. What have you learned on your road to managing it all? Yeah, still learning. I have so far to go when it comes to learning how to manage it all. But the word grace sticks out to me a lot. Giving myself grace, understanding that there's going to be different seasons that I go through. I'm going to go through happy seasons. I'm going to go through drier, more in the wilderness type seasons where I don't necessarily feel like I'm hearing God's voice or know what to do and feeling kind of alone. All these seasons come just like in the cycle of a year. We go through different seasons weather-wise. That's the same thing that we go through in our lives. And so embracing all of that and just understanding that trials come, happy times come, but trying to be present through it all, I think is how I really focus on embracing all the things that I'm going through. And something that I heard recently that I'm really trying to apply is that we're living in the good old days now. And so enjoy those times now. So true. And such good advice for everyone listening, because we all go through things. We might move. We might have a job change. I feel like I'm coming out of a season after having twins and then COVID hit. So I think I'm still trying to come out of that season. But for everyone listening, you're so right about giving ourselves grace and understanding that we are going to go through things and moving through them with grace and peace. Something that I'd like to add is holding space for yourself, giving yourself that you time. You know, we need that every single day. And I don't have children yet. You have twins. So I can't even imagine where you find I went your- through a lot of time where I was not me time. And I look around, I think, oh, yeah, I'm still here. I, yeah, I need see? to make sure I honor and take care of myself. Really good advice. And it's the little things. We live in such a fast-paced life, too. We're always distracted. I got into watching Netflix at night, but I've started to read. I'm slowing life down a little bit, which has been really, really good. I'm living in Europe right now, and it's so different, the way of life here compared to living in the States, because they truly know how to slow down and enjoy the moments. And it's still fast-paced, but it's just different. So yeah, I've been working on slowing down too, taking walks, doing what I can to have my me time. It's essential for everyone. And that has to be a nice dynamic to be able to travel and then come back to the States. It's such a blessing. I've played in 10 different countries abroad. So I'm getting to live in so many different places around the world, meet different people, eat different cuisine, learn language. It's been a blast. I never imagined that my life would be this cool. And could a young girl read your book? Absolutely. My book is centered to everyone. It's me writing to my younger self. It's the keys that I wish that I had when I was a young girl. I didn't really have anyone that I can necessarily look up to who was feminine and girly, but also an athlete and dealing with different things of trying to find balance. And so I never feel like when I was a young girl that I had those life lessons or had someone to teach me those life lessons. I want to be what I didn't have when I was growing up. And that's what this book is here to serve as. 
I cannot wait to buy your book for Parker. We'll read it at night. You know, we do our reading time every night with a mom who has a company called She Built It. There's a little bit of girls empowerment in in our house. Yes, ma'am. How was the writing and publishing process for you? What did you like about it? And how is the process different from your life and career on the court? The writing and publishing process was very eye-opening for me because I didn't know what to expect. I've picked some people's brains and who have written books and asked them different things, but you don't truly know until you go through it, like many things in life. It took me about two years in its entirety from writing the book. I was in Orenburg, Russia, living there, playing there, and it was in the winter. So there's not much to do in Orenburg, Russia, especially in the winter. So I was in the house at night writing my book. And that was, that was my me time. I'm a big journaler. Like I love journaling. I've journaled for years now. And so it felt like putting all my journals from over the years into this book. So that process took maybe six months. And then I had hired an editor and he polished it. He helped me figure out what I wanted to say. That took another couple of months. And I hired an illustrator who helped me kind of get the feel of the book and the layout and really brought it to life. And I did a photo shoot. Two of my best friends took the, the photo that's on the cover of my book. It was definitely a process, but it was beautiful going through it. And something that I learned was not to rush the process because if it were up to me, the book would have been out within six months instead of two years. But I learned that we can't rush our processes. God wanted that book to come out in May on my birthday last year. So that's when it came out and it was divine. You're right. It all has to happen within the right time. And for many authors that I've talked to, they thought, oh, I'm going to do it quickly. And then it took a year and a half to two years. And you just have to let it let it be and just be at ease with it. Just let it breathe, honestly. It's going to come out at the right time. Everything's just going to fall into place and work out how it's meant to be. You are leading on and off the court. What do you think are the biggest elements in leadership and building successful teams? And you're asking all the great questions. <laughs> being a great leader and leading a team, it comes down to being selfless. And being willing to sacrifice, that's something that I have not always been the greatest at, but it's something that I'm learning and I'm trying to be very diligent to do. Leading is an act of, like I said, being selfless. I've seen different leaders have those attributes to them, being selfless, giving, and really putting the team before themselves. And so that's something I'm trying to focus on and just learning how to do. Um, But I think that's a huge key of being a good leader. Mm -hmm. So true. Listening to everyone. And as a woman who has worked in sports before, I worked for the Dodgers. There weren't a lot of women at the time. So it's nice to see more women going into sports and also encouraging more of a team environment on and off the court. The table's getting bigger and there's more room for women. It's a great time. Magic happens when we focus on the part of ourselves and our business that brings us joy. What is one way that you make sure to find and live your joy each day? One way that I learned to find and live in my joy each day is practicing different acts of self-care. So whether that is journaling, whether that is eating some really good food, because I am a foodie and I love eating great food or getting massages, going for walks and maybe not bringing my phone, being just intentional to be in tune with my environment. Just those things, I think. I call myself the self-care queen. I love it. And I was looking at your Instagram. You have some pretty amazing videos of the 
the restaurants that you have been to. And you mentioned the photo shoot. They're beautiful. When I was looking at them, I thought, I love how you bring that feminine side and the athletic side. So that's really fun to see. Thank you. That means so much. Thank you. You have built an incredible career and you're such a light. I'm going to buy your book as soon as we stop recording and I cannot wait to (laughs) read it with my daughter. We can also gift it to her friends. Please share with us how and where we can find you. Yes. Instagram is at Monique Billings. My book is at mobillings.com, M-O-B-I-L-L-I-N-G-S.com. And I'm having an audiobook soon and an ebook. So stay tuned for those. Thank you for joining us today. I'd love to hear from you. Reach out to me at hello at shebuiltit.com on our She Built It website or at She Built It on social. Thank you to my editor, Rich Trefolino, who always makes us sound good. Until next time, let nothing stop you from experiencing the life and business that you crave.